This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 929 FM ESPN. Hope everybody's having a pleasant Tuesday, October 18th so far. That was a stinker of an overtime game on Monday night, wrapped up week six. Chargers did get the win, 19-16 over the Broncos. My goodness, Russell Wilson and that offense, they absolutely look horrid. Uh, we can get into that if you want to, but I'd like to talk about more pleasant things, <laughs> and that's the NBA season starting officially tonight. Yes, Grizz will make it official for them tomorrow night against the Knicks, but you do have basketball, a doubleheader on TNT, 76ers, Celtics, Lakers, Dubs. Tonight, that should be fun. Tom Brady. <sighs> There's always a Tom Brady story. Yes, there is. It continues to unfold. It does. It does continue to unfold. He was at Robert Kraft's wedding on Friday. Not with his team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, of course, then you go out and lose to Pittsburgh. He was also at that wedding, John, as you probably know, without Giselle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's because they're getting divorced. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's a mistake. Well, it's what's done is done, my man. Never should have come back, Tom. That, Never should have come back. Not for this. Not for this. That's true. Now, maybe they turn it on and, uh, you know, it's... it's should have closed the book, John. Final chapter going to be one of regret when it comes to his NFL career. Maybe so. Maybe his personal life. But here's the thing. This ain't his Was last season, bro. It? This ain't his last season. He ain't going to come back and win another one. It's I, only downhill from here. Well, it might be, but he ain't going to leave after this year. You Hell, heard- he, he ain't got nothing. He ain't got nothing else to do now. You heard Mike Wall yesterday. How much you think linemen like being yelled at like that, especially when they're three and three? I don't think they do. I don't. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I don't think they do like it. But what can you do? Um, yes, we'll get into all that today here on the show. Uh, NBA is back. Thank you. Do you know the story of how the NBA? What was it? The is it the NBC? Um, you know the theme song for for the NBA, right? You know what I'm talking about. Like the, well, you didn't do a very good job there of describing it. Well, the NBA, there's a lot NBC of them. theme song. Which, isn't that, the, isn't that the, I'm trying to remember that, how. Are it you goes. saying is that the original? Yeah, the original. Dun, 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 yeah, that dun, 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 one. You know, do you know the story of of how that came to be? I don't believe I do, John. So the composer, whose name escapes me right now, he told the story, but he basically. It's not John Tish, is it? I think it is. I think it is John Tesh. Nailed it. This guy, give I'm, this guy I'm, a round of applause. I may have heard this story. That's why you're entertaining me? Formerly of Entertainment Tonight, John Tish. Very yeah, talented. It's called Round Ball Rock. Okay. Okay. Brad, can you pull it up, by did, the way? Did you know all this, Brad? Are you, well, I haven't even, I haven't even told yet? the story yet. Okay, I haven't told the story. So well, there's nothing for Brad to know yet. Okay? <laughs> well, there, there was John Tish and, and the story of Round Ball Rock. <laughs> well, I'm about to tell the story of Round Ball Rock on the beginning of the NBA season. So, I know, Listen, I know you had a week where you did all the talking <laughs> last week, but but I get to talk, too. All right, I know you're. I know you're getting frustrated. Go ahead and tell your story. I'm not, I'm not used to it, man. Yeah, I can tell. I got a little used to, to getting it. interrupted. Yes, go right ahead. Yeah. I won't interrupt you anymore. So basically, the idea and the and the key of the song came to him while he was out. Right, and so as he was out, he this is back in the day. He called his home phone and left himself a message okay. with this, like that. Yeah. So that he would not forget. Got it. It's like geniuses do when Calkins writes down a line for his column. Right? Yeah. So you don't want to forget this one. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's genius. You don't want to let it go. To look back on that, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's how he would. You know, you'd call your voicemail. 
And did you just read this story yesterday or something in terms of its relevance right now? Well, no, the NBA starting. So I was like, you know, it's a good, it's a good day. But to- who still thinks of this song as the NBA is it, go time? Is it? Is it this the the quintessentially accepted theme song for it, for the NBA? Is there a different one? I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't watch the NBA on NBC. I watch it on TNT and ESPN and everything else, yeah, and this know, ain't the but, music. I know, but still, though, this was the this was the OG. This was the original. I, I will give you that. You know, that's why. Yeah, this, yeah, Marv and everybody, right? Back in the day-day. Yeah, like I don't even know. Uh, Bob Costas even going back when Bob would do a final. They don't They don't still use this song in it anywhere? I, I Don't get me lying, but I don't think so, John. Okay. Okay, well, uh, R. we're R. off to a shaky start on the NBA season for John there. Yeah, this is. I feel like this gets used somewhere, but maybe I'm hallucinating. Well, here at nine two nine, it gets used quite a bit. Yeah, well, it should. It absolutely should. Um, it's an OG. I'll give you that. So yeah, NBA season starts, kicks off tonight with Philadelphia and Boston. Ahmad Rashad on the call, John, <laughs> on the <laughs> sideline <should>. reporting. <laughs> and, and Marv Albert, well he, done. He Thank should you. be. Thank you. Yeah. Well, how's Ahmad doing, <laughs> man? I. The man is not aging. No, he's not. Like Leonard Hamilton. He and Leonard Hamilton. You know what the phrase, the old phrase is. I, I'm not going to say it. Black don't crack. That's right. You, mm-hmm. I'm glad you said it. I'm saying it, say it smoothly. It's a fact. What What does uh, white do? It just breaks up. It does, doesn't it? It's not, it's not, it's not pretty. It really is. Oh, no, there's plenty of white folks aging well. Julia Roberts. Tom Brady. Tom Brady is genetically modified at this point. You and though. Jeffrey keep saying that. There is no Bro, proof. he is. Whatever. Julia Roberts, aging gracefully. No Wouldn't doubt. You say, no, you qu- say? no question. Oh, Brad, that's wrong. Oh, come on, Brad. You're wrong on that so one, She's buddy. in this new movie with Clooney. That she looks great. Julia Roberts is aging. I, I hope I age half as gracefully. Yeah, Brad, where are you coming from? That's, that's wrong, I, it, bro. You can't really talk about this because you can get in trouble that's as a foul. male. I think it's foul. I think it's a personal foul. I think to say that Julia's not foul. aging gracefully is Unsportsmanlike conduct. Very much so. That is Brad Carson's Sandra first Bullock is, is aging more gracefully than Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts is... She's not that old, first of all. She looks older than she is. That's when, part of the when, issue. When Julia Roberts smiles, even now, I see pretty Get, woman all over. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I see pretty woman all over. Don't look it up. How old is Julia Roberts? Don't look it up. Don't look oh, it up. I, I, have no, oh, I won't. I, I'm going to take a stab here 50 something. She's 54 years old. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I She's think, young <laughs> in my book. But uh, to you, she looks 70. I, I think Julia Roberts is one of the most she looks beautiful human beings. She's very planet. beautiful. I'm not suggesting she's not. I'm just talking about the idea that, you know, she looks like she's 54 years old. You've There's made it no beautiful way 54 you year prefer old. Sandra Bullock. You've made your yes. take clear. You know who else is aging gracefully? Thank you. Marissa Tomei. Huh? Marissa. Well, she, she, she does yeah, not. Well, exactly. Where is she? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where she is. Well, but... how are you seeing her age then? Well, because I, I, I looked you her up look, yesterday. You go looking? Yeah, well, she was like the the uh, the newest Spider Man. Yeah, I agree with that. Marissa Tomei aging gracefully, fifty seven. Also aging gracefully, LeBron James, who is also in action tonight. Hey, uh, well, transition, bring, Charlie. Way to bring it home. Although Brad would say he looks his age, he does. Brad would say LeBron James. Uh, I, I think plays LeBron, like a thirty seven. Actually, that's that's facts. No cap. He looks his age. I think Julia Roberts. I think that was one of your most controversial takes in the history of sports radio. Saying she Julia lo- Roberts looks her age. Yes. Yes. I mean, she, I, I think Julia Roberts is one of the. I don't think there are a lot of beautiful fifty four year old human beings. Do I beings, look right? my age to you, John? How old are you? I'm forty six years old. I'd say probably a little younger. What? Right? Are, what are you, men and women age differently. What do you have to do with it? How, do, how does saying, how you age? What, how does how you no, look have she, to do with this? What does a fifty-four-year-old look like to you, John? Uh, <clears throat> Calkins, really? I mean, for the he's most, he's sixty-four, so he really has aged well. He, 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 or I think six, Cal- no, is he sixty-one? I think Calkins is turning back the clock. No, a little he's sixty-one. Bit. No so he, question. He looks he looks great I for think, his that's age. What I think, but I think Julia Roberts is aging better than Jeff. I would say. I think it's harder for women, to your point. Oh. I, th- I think it's harder for women, to your point, because because their standard, the standard, the beauty standards are so high. Correct. You know, for women, it's tougher. And for men, there like there are no expectations. You know, it's like if you just get dressed as a man, but isn't society gen- is impressed with you? Isn't the general rule that men age? I think so. Better. Like, yes, because men, uh, you know, it, everything's not. Some some can be- become more handsome. Yes, absolutely. Right in their forties or fifties. I, I would Women say that. that a this lot. is probably the most handsome Calkins ever been in his life. Agreed, and I think he would tell you that. Yeah, I think he would tell you yeah. that. Yeah, you can get that later in life. Women, it, it just—I don't know why it is. Women, you don't say that about. 
right? You don't say that woman is as beautiful as she's ever been when she's 64 years old. You know, like there's no such thing for a woman as being a silver fox. You know, like they would say about Jeff or or, or uh, George Clooney or uh, the anchor Anderson Cooper. You know, I mean, I, I don't make the rules, dude. Beverly Johnson is one who has aged gracefully. Okay, look her up. Seventy. Beverly Johnson. Yep. Who is uh? Who is again my- going back to the black don't crack? Yes. Oh, Beverly Johnson looks amazing. Jane Seymour. There, there are plenty of women, John, who are still beautiful into their 60s, 70s, and beyond. Jane so, Seymour is a good one. So She's I don't, I don't want to do 71. The, the, you laying down these aging rules. We got to be yeah, careful. Yeah, that's very careful. Yeah, you know what I'm who, who is my, uh, who is my uh, Raquel Welch? Didn't she age gracefully? Mm-hmm. Yes. Who is my lovely lady? Who's the queen in Black Panther? What's her name? You know what I'm talking about? Because she is, she does not age. What's her name, bro? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, look her up. What? She's she's black. She's oh yeah 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 Angela Bassett. Yes, Angela Bassett. She, oh, of yeah, course. Come of course. on, bro. She's, she's the queen. Pick yes. it up here. Pick it up. Yeah. She sure. is. She is. How old is she? How old is oh, Angela Bassett? She's she's, uh, she's is she in her sixties. Older than you would think. Yeah. That's another good example. She's sixty-four years old. She's yeah. amazing. That's very good example. She is amazing. Yes. Back to the black don't crack rule. It always no goes doubt. back. You know, we did th- have a couple of diverse representatives mm. in there, though. However, uh, and so you, Selma Hayek, Steve Acri has submitted. Selma Hayek, how old is she? I thought she was like Selma's, she's getting she's getting up there. Yeah, and looks terrific. Fifty six. Wow. Yep, and she's two years older than your example, the uh, Julia. Well, she, you know that that is that is a that is an example. There is no. She doubt She also about has. That. A couple of attributes, but she continue. she certainly does. She certainly does. Um, but we're celebrating everyone, all ages. Thank you. Today here on the show, yeah. including. Uh, we have some. We have some age. We have some aging superstars in action tonight, which yes, we will get go. to, uh, and, and also the Grizzlies kick off tomorrow, and we'll get to that. Uh, Jessica Benson is going to join us at eleven twenty-five. We will talk to her about the NBA, the Grizzly season, and more. Then Chris Trista Crick will hop on at one twenty. Five. Uh, see what she likes. Are there any futures bets uh, that she likes? Anything she's getting after tonight? Um, so that is the show today. I will tell you uh, before we get to the Grizzlies in terms of what I have done. I did bet. I did place a bet on the Philadelphia 76ers to be the top seed in the East. That I did play. Yeah. Probably pretty uh, smart. I think they have a chance to do it. That is going to be – they're going to be my no, – they, they have a chance. Of course they have a chance. You think they have a chance? Yeah, they, they I think got they a have good a chance. chance. I think they have a good chance. Um, and, I, you know, I, last year, like, I sort of adopted the Miami Heat, right? Yes. I'm now going to adopt the Sixers. They're not going to be my Eastern you know, We Conference. saw what it did to the Heat. And it, it propelled good them. Good luck, Joel. It propelled them, bro. It propelled You don't the want Miami. that John Martin stamp. So kiss of uh, death. That is uh, – well, they should – I mean, they look, I mean, I don't want to, like, rehash this a million times. Okay, but I'm going to. They got a three-pointer taken away. You keep talking about that damn three. It got like taken they would have come back and won look. the title. Well, Give I, it up. They would have went to the NBA Finals, would they not? Have you seen Jimmy Butler lately? Yeah, he's got like, uh, he's got, is that male weave? Bro, I don't know. That's male weave. I haven't weave. done enough research, but it does seem strange. I think it is. To I think he's admitted your hair that, that it's male bad. weave. We're going to have to have a talk about that. I see why you jumped off the heat. Well, yeah. I, just I, I what gotta, they did last when, year. When, <laughs> when I saw him come out with the extensions, I had to I had to change my uh, – That's an extension, you all think? I, how, how, you can't grow your hair I, that Again, fast. I have to do more research. i got to dig it, in here while it, you're talking. It seems very strange <laughs> to have it grown it, that weave. fast. To have it, but remember, he was growing something last year. Yeah. It was getting longer last year. Remember that. Yeah. So that's why I want to – I'm not rolling with John here that it's just fake. Fake yeah. hair, I, weave. He, I mean, he's, Indian weave. Bro, his hair was not that long, bro. Okay, his hair was, was not gr- that long. He was growing out though last year, and he had it. He had it like matted down, didn't he? I thought he was started that process last year, bro. His so hair was not black, that black long. Black hair will grow. It does grow fast, bro. There's a there's a mine's done growing. Th- his there's a video of him getting extensions. Bro. Yeah, here it is. Um, but yeah, and he's wearing it for dreads. real. Yes. Yes, bro. I can't get down with it. So we're fading Miami all year long under everything. As you should. Under on the wins. <laughs> we're not touching them in terms of the uh, their futures. Um, as as to real quick tonight before we get to the Grizzlies, Philly, Boston. Um, this is, of course, the uh, the, the Philander game. Uh, as no Ime Udoka, 
I mean, do you do you expect the Celtics also know? I called it the philanderer. Uh, game. Also, no Rob Williams tonight. You are on one today. Bro. Yes. Uh, no, uh, no Rob Williams for the Celtics either. Do you ex- go ahead? What was the Tom Brady game? Real fast. That was the divorce game. No, it was football's greater than oh, yeah, family yeah. game. Yes, yes. Football over family game. Yes. And they, <laughs> you're getting talented at the naming of these games. Oh, it's a big one. Yeah, this is a big one, I think, for Philly. Um, I is, think, is Boston going to miss Ime? Well, yeah, and I, yeah, and I think they're going to miss Time Lord more, probably, because when they didn't have him last year. Uh, Defensively, you're not Yeah, saying. Yeah, they weren't, and he, he makes a big difference. Uh, just his ability. They don't have they don't have anybody that can finish inside like him. You know, Al Horford's forty eight years old, aging gracefully. Also, I would say Al Horford. He, he kind of looks the same. He kind of looks like just like he did coming. Maybe that's a you know an indictment of how old he looked coming out of Florida. But he has not really aged much since coming out of Florida. Um, yeah, I I, I think uh, they are going to miss Ime. I think that 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 team is and that franchise is a little bit in chaos right now. You're yeah. not with everybody else that the Brogdon addition. I mean, solves if, a lot of things. Yeah, I and do. Offensively, but, they get fig- figured out, and they can be good enough defensively that they're among the top yeah. three, top two in the East in January or February. Well, not, well, it took them a while to figure yeah. it out last year with him. Yeah, right? so I think uh, I think they're going to start slow again, um, and I think Philly has a point to prove. On to the Lakers. Yeah, Harden, a big part of that. Oh, I, I, look, I don't know what uh, I, I don't know exactly how the season's going to go for the Lakers. I don't feel great about it, but I will tell you this. In terms of a one-night snapshot, I, I do like the Lakers to cover the seven tonight. It's ring night. The, the Warriors hate each other right now. Uh, they're probably, like, they probably don't care all that much. You read the stories that are predicting this is the last hurrah for Draymond, that Golden State's pretty much drawing its line. We pay pool. This is probably going to be your last go-round. Wow. So he's going to be a future Grizzly, isn't he? Wow. Wow. That's got future Grizz written all over it. Well. Because Ja would push for it. Ja would want it. And. Man. Man. It makes sense. You'd have to. Oh, you'd have to. It's, it, it's so perfect. And what he would bring. Oh, yeah. Championship DNA. Like, he's he would be the Grizzlies' P.J. Tucker. Like, that's what he would do. But would he? But but would he be comfortable coming off the bench? I, I mean, come on, he'd be thirty six well, years at, old at this stage of his yeah. career. Yeah, I think so. Now PJ starts, and, and maybe I you mean, feel like you know coming over, you feel like you got a point to prove. Golden yeah. State gave up on you; they picked pool over you in terms of paying because Draymond won the extension. Yeah, and so you go to a Western Conference team, young one that you yeah you got feels for that you like a lot. I mean, he's talked about his respect level for the Grizzlies. Yeah, well, look, and the other thing too I, is depending on Stephen Adams. Why did right? that hit me like a bombshell? Just the thought of Draymond. No, it hit here. me. It, it, it did me too. It, because uh, again, people are writing today that this could be the last hurrah yeah. for Clay, Draymond, Steph together. That core. Um, wow. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that'd be that'd be something. Because I think Draymond would be he would want to go to a team it's, that had a chance to beat Golden State too. Mm-hmm. He would that would be he's that petty. He would want to go somewhere where he would have a chance to play them. Well, and I think he respects John, sees him as next, and and I think that respect is mutual. You know, like he doesn't, John doesn't see him as next, but John sees him. He knows what he brings. That toughness, that championship DNA. Hell, you could use him right now. Yeah, you really could. It would solve a lot of problems without Jaron. Yeah. You could also move Jaron the five with Draymond Green. In a way, I know Draymond plays the five with with uh with well, I guess no, he doesn't because they had they had Looney there, right? Mm-hmm. So he so Draymond's played the four. He can play small ball five. Absolutely. So I don't know. I mean, that's just I I, I'm, I endorse it 100. percent I I full heartedly, the wholeheartedly endorse that. Uh, I do like the Lakers tonight though, just as an anecdote. Okay. What, what about Golden State on the season, real quick? Top three in the West. What would make them fall off with the youth, with what they've got? An injury to Clay or something like that doesn't yeah, necessarily end anything. They're no, deep, I, I think they're deep enough now that they yes. can be in contention all the way through the year. I mean, it's it's, it's just right. a matter of if they want to be. If they want to be a top three seed and play to be a top well, that's three the thing, seed. But the difference is you're not just an aging core that that's it. you got a, yeah. a, a young, unproven bench. you got young guys that yeah. can come in and give you something. Yeah, I mean, even I, in those times, you want to turn off and get through the regular season. I see no reason why they wouldn't be a top three I, I, seed. I think they'll be there. I would be shocked if they weren't. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. Are, are there a lot of people out there predicting a big drop-off? No, most have them in yeah. the top three. Yeah. Um, as far as the Grizzlies go, um, obviously they don't kick off their season until tomorrow night against the New York Knicks. Um what what do you define as success? It, it's tough. I was listening to Harrington on this 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 morning with Jeff, and and Jeff, like he does, tries to pin you down on predictions. He really like does. Very good at it. 
But but Harrington's also very good at at, at reminding Jeff, man, you got to do this contextually. You know, but, but making this point, let's say the Grizz are a five seed, very possible, mm-hmm. right? And, and Denver's the four. You lose a first-round series to Denver. They got home court. Jamal's back. Michael Porter's back. It's gone great for Denver. Would it be disappointing? Yes. Is it a step back? Not necessarily. Depends on how the season went. Because here's the point. You could easily end up five, guys, and it not be a step back because the West is better. Yeah. That context matters. And so, again, as long as, long as you are out of play-in contention and squarely in, whether that's top five, top six, whatever your, whatever your, span, whatever your range is, as long as you're there yeah. and you're, you're competing in a first and, and, and fr- frankly, threatening to advance – I think that's what you want. Again, Ja is 23. Jaron is 23. Uh, I, I know nobody wants to hear this right now, but this team's not ready to win an NBA championship. This is about building toward that. Yep. And frankly, it's about seeing your core together this season. You know, Bain, Dylan, Jaron, Ja, all those guys together at one time. You didn't get that last year. You didn't get it for significant stretches. You barely got it at all. And so that's a part of it, John. As long, it, it's the context of it. As long as it, 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 as long as you are squarely in that top six, top seven, out of that play-in, in a better West and competing and threatening to advance in the playoffs, I think that's what you want if you're a Grizzlies fans because you know that the future's in front of you. Yep. That's, not to, that, uh, that's not me saying, hey, push it, to kick it down the can, four or five years will be okay. No, you should be building to win a championship, but this is still part of the process, guys. If that you know, it, it shouldn't be. Nobody should be thinking championship or bust here. Absolutely, and I don't think you should be. Look as, how many young guys they got now, unproven. Like yeah, you, like I think I think we have to be very careful just in terms of how we talk about the Grizzlies and in, in terms of how we think about the Grizzlies. You know, because there is just this rush to, um, you know, say or declare or what have you. Uh, about a team's success or what they should be, and you know, I, I always go back to this example: like the Bucks before they won a championship, they got to the Eastern Conference Finals. They got to the Eastern Conference Finals. They took a step back, right? They lost, I think, in the semifinals, right? So they took a step back in in one of those years. And the year after is when they won the championship. So it, it really is. It's a cliche, but it really is true as it relates to, you know. NBA franchises, especially at this age, it's not a straight line to where you're trying to go. You know, there there are going to be some like Jaron, that, like that's a setback, and they can happen, right? More so because you don't necessarily have the depth behind him that you did exactly. last year. So it's Kyle Anderson specifically, and, and, and I'm very, Unproven's. I'm very, you know, I, I know the, the the temptation is to sort of say, and I've heard like there are some people that are going around saying they think the Grizzlies are going to be 60, 60 win you know, 60-game winners, and, you know, to, uh, like, how can you possibly say that? There are way too many unknowns about the Grizzlies right now. We don't know on Jaron. We don't know what the rotation is going to look like. We don't know how good they're going to be, those young guys, and they're, so, they're, they're relying on them. So I think the Grizzlies have a very high floor, a very high baseline with John Morant, no question about it. They're a playoff team, right? They've proven that. But I, I, I got to stop short of really making any big declarations or proclamations about how far this team can go until I see how these young guys who are going to be the six, seven, they, how is John Conchar going to step up and fill that role, right? How are they going to, how, how is that all going to look? We don't know, right? I mean, the, the results in the preseason were very mixed for the young guys. Um, and I think that could, if, if the Grizzlies don't, you know, uh, improve upon or maybe take a step back from last season's results, it will be that. It will be because of that. It will be because John Conchar is not really equipped to play that role and the young guys aren't ready. You know, I think that's that's why. I mean, I think I think people are sort of underestimating the difference there. Um, you're going from a vet, uh, two veterans in the NBA who are objectively, like like De'Anthony Melton's going to make some plays tonight for the Philadelphia 76ers. He was good in the regular season. De'Anthony regular season yes. Melton, that's yes. the key, yes. Like you're One going, of the key to having such a, a strong bench unit for yeah. the last couple of years. You're going from two solid, paid, credible NBA rotation players in De'Anthony Melton and Kyle Anderson to David Roddy and Jake LaRavia. Um, you know, you just don't, you don't know, right? You just don't know. So I think they're going to miss Kyle more than folks think, too. I think that's – Because I know the numbers went down. I got them right in front of me where it was 12.4, you know, 2021, down to 7.6 last year. But it was some of the intangibles. Defensively, he was still over a steal a game last year. He's a big part of why you were sixth last year defensively. We talk a ton about what you're going to be missing with Jaron 
defensively for this stretch that he's out. Kyle Anderson gave you a lot of things, including the versatility defensively. So not have you know going to some of those unproven's like you talked about having to step up in that spot. It's gonna be you know could be tougher to to, to a tougher road to hold than some think. Yeah. So that, I'm that said, this team's dealt with that sort of adversity and guys missing pretty well in the past. Yeah. Helps a lot when you got a superstar. Well, and like again, like you know, what's it gonna look like now that uh, you know Ty's got paid? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you you just you love this. Guys get paid. They sit on the kid. Then they don't they don't play want, anymore. I want to see. I want to see it. You know. I, I think I think there. You just have to leave some space for, you know, some some drop off. Some drop off. I'm not saying a lot, but keep in mind, folks. I mean, they were the two seed in the West last year. They're not going to be the two seed in well, the West I, again. I think I, mean, that, I, I think that colors some folks when you talk about the people that you kind of say a little crazy for predicting sixty. You know, I think those folks. It, it's colored by the fact that you had the second best record. I, I don't think what we're taking into account enough. Uh, set the Grizzlies to the side. What you don't have to start the year is how much better the West got. I mean, Kawhi is back, you guys. You know, Denver again. Jamal Murray will will see that could be a again a top three, top four seed ish. The West has gotten better. We'll we'll see with Minnesota. That could be a great regular season team. Yeah, I've never picked them in the playoffs with Rudy Gobert. He's not a finisher, but that in the regular season that could look good. So yeah. the West is better. You have to take that yeah, into consideration I mean, it, when you're talking about the Grizzlies winning 60 games. I mean, that's, that's yeah, that's uh, with all due. I mean, yeah, that's that, crazy. That's just colored by last year being yeah. number two, and you just think it's uh, it's step step up step up. That, right. It doesn't usually happen. That it, way. It, it doesn't. Like the Celtics are going to take a step back, dude. They're not going to the finals again. I don't think so. Oh, well, it's a, yeah, if you say the step back's the finals, yeah, not yeah. making the finals, absolutely. Like they were the one seed, right, or the two seed, whatever they finished. I can't remember. Well, they, Mil- they, Milwaukee's going to be healthier. Yep. Philly. Yep. A lot's going to ride on James and that motivation, but I think he's there now. I mean, yeah. you, you have to match what Joel is doing now. Joel's a grown man who's probably going to win an MVP this year. If you're James Harden and you don't match that, brother, the, your entire everything about you, your legacy, everything else – I, I just think they get a good one. Not to mention, you get the glue guys like PJ in there. So yeah, the Anthony as well. So I, yeah, I, I mean, my, back to the point. It Boston could have a good season and not make the finals. And I think the same thing applies to the Memphis Grizzlies. They can have a good season and not be nearly as good as they were last year. Like I think people sort of, you know, that that was a special season, man. Like they could do it again, right? Well, especially consider how much. Time Ja missed exactly like they they could yeah. do it again. I don't. I'm not like foreclosing that possibility. Mm-hmm. Someday they could be the two seed in the West again. They could be the one seed in the West again, or, or for the first time ever. Right? That could that could happen. But I just I feel like we have to be comfortable with you know being okay if they win 48 games this year. If they win 49 games this year, right? They don't get to 50. We have to be okay with that. We have to understand that there is a there is an ebb and flow when you have unproven guys, when you have an injury to your best defensive player, when you have uncertainty with Dylan Brooks, right? I mean, you just have a lot of question marks right now that that have yet to be answered. So I think as an NBA team sort of takes that on and things get figured out during the season, like they're going to be some some bumps, mm-hmm. and that's okay. The, team, the, the, the baseline is extremely high. The Grizzlies are a playoff team with John Morant. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's where you start. That's That's better than – 85% of the NBA can say. What can the Charlotte Hornets say about their team right now? I don't know. LaMelo ain't going to play in the opener. You know, what can what can Sacramento say about their team? What can Utah say about their team? So many teams that you just don't know, right? With the Grizzlies, you know what that floor is, and it's you're going to make the playoffs. Um, and we can figure out the rest later. Uh, but uh, it, it's going to be a fascinating year, and, um, you know, I, I expect it to be uh, have as many fireworks as, as a year ago in some ways. So should be uh, should be a lot of fun. NBA kicks off <clears throat> tonight. Looking forward to it. We'll come back. We'll talk to Jessica Benson about all that. Uh, get her thoughts on the NBA schedule, uh, the season ahead, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 92 FM, ESPN. Tip off the NBA season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. As you know, new customers you get $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet all you got to do is use promo code JSmith at sign up. FanDuel makes it easy. Again, that's promo code JSMITH. Plus, all customers, great deal, get three months of NBA League Pass when they make a $5 bet on the NBA courtesy of FanDuel. You're welcome. Then you can watch all the action, bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to totals. Best of all, you'll get your winnings paid instantly. FanDuel gets that money back in your account fast. So don't miss your chance to get $150 in free bets plus three months of NBA League Pass with promo code JSMITH. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA and of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. New customers, first online, real money wager. 
are only. $10 deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Existing customers, $5 NBA wager required. Limit one pass per customer across both offers. Restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See terms at sportsbook.fano.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. NBA League pass. Local blackout restrictions apply. I'm Chelsea Messenger helping you keep the books with BetQL. It's always tough for teams to play back-to-back games in the NHL. Tired legs usually mean a tougher time scoring goals. Vancouver is in just that spot tonight as they travel to Columbus after playing in D.C. on Monday night. The under is 3-1-1 the last five games when the Canucks are playing on no rest and the BetQL model likes this trend. So tonight's five-star best bet from BetQL is to take the under between Columbus and Vancouver. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jessica Benson is a proud graduate of the University of Southern California. I think, maybe, maybe not. Uh, but she, she did graduate for sure. She, of course, is the host of Rise and Grind, kept on the Grizz Radio Network. It's right tomorrow! Because the Grizz season kicks off. But until then, she's here with us like she is every single Tuesday. Hello, JB. What's up? A very proud USC graduate still. I will take that, even though it was a heartbreaking weekend for me in Salt Lake City. But thank goodness I have the Grizzlies on the other side. Yes. Uh, so so that song that we just brought you into was Round Ball Rock. <laughs> yes. And in and, and, and honor of the NBA season kicking off, I just wanted to make sure everybody knew, right? I wanted to make sure everybody knew basketball season – starts tonight. We were just having the discussion about the Memphis Grizzlies and look, uh, entering a uh, I think obviously a much anticipated season, but a season mar a season with with question marks, right? Um what do you define as success for the Memphis Grizzlies? I think this team competing once again in the Western Conference is a successful trip around a season for the Grizzlies. And what that means, we're going to see it take shape. But in terms of the, the linear success that was mentioned following last season, making it to the Western Conference semifinals, linear success gets a whole lot harder when the next step in line is making it to the Western Conference finals, making it to the NBA finals, and ultimately winning a championship, which is the stated and obvious goal for everyone playing with the Memphis Grizzlies across their chest. So you just want to see this team continue to be in the mix. That's my personal perspective of it all. It's a hard Western Conference. We talk about it excessively. You're going to hear over and over and over the Warriors trying to run it back and getting the contracts done and Andrew Wiggins taking a pay cut for the sake of the team and getting Jordan Poole in. Then you're going to have the Clippers. And what does it mean to have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard actually be able to play together with the team deeper than the ocean to get Jamal Murray back with the Nuggets. Yes, all those get better. So if you're the Grizzlies, you have to get better too. You can't just hang your hat on a successful year last year. Championship windows can close so quickly. So I think it helps that you have John Morant, one of the faces of the league. I was watching ESPN this morning and it was a whole lot of John Morant content, which warmed my cold soul in this freezing tundra of Memphis. Um, 
but yeah, you just want this Grizzlies team to to continue to excite, to continue to improve, and ultimately be a contender. That's what you ask for. I'm with you. Uh, every season, there's a surprise. It feels like, and sometimes in some seasons, there's more than one surprise. A uh, Bane's jump was a was a surprise. How how good Memphis was without Ja last year, I think certainly to me was was a surprise. If there's a if I was to tell you there's a surprise in store this season, JB, what would be your first guess at what it is? Ooh, a surprise that I would I would like to happen that I think would be splendid would be for John Conchar to cement himself as a sixth man candidate in the NBA. But no, I mean they obviously believe in John Conchar and needing that second unit for this Grizzlies team to really continue to commit to the depth that yep. the Grizzlies were able to flex so often yep. last year. And yes, you did lose Kyle Anderson and DeAnthony Melton, but are you able to rest on at least one of the rookies who stands out between Jake LaRavia and David Roddy? We didn't really have a preseason that determined that, so I think that's still an open window. What does Zaire Williams leap from last year into year two look like and I know going into this season there's some question of where his availability is he'll be a a game time decision tomorrow night we assume but who in the meantime of those rookies can can play meaningful minutes and mean something to this Grizzlies team and go out and make shots but I would love for John Conter to mix things up he's one of my favorite stories in the NBA I was just reading an article about the tragic Los Angeles Lakers yesterday and just the the what if what if they had gone after someone like a John Conter to just have anything around LeBron James and Anthony Davis and it's just fun to see John Conter mentioned in an article like that. Um, that yeah, that is that. a sad my, state of affairs. Week. You're right. Isn't that, it great? That is a sad state of affairs when they are writing think pieces about the Lakers should have should have gone for John Conchar. But such a testament to the talent that this Grizzlies front office has gone out and fostered and grown and ultimately leading to this place where these players want to play here. They're having a good time doing it. And you have someone like a John Conchar who was – you know, frankly, no, no one knew John Conchar coming out of Indiana Fort Wayne unless you were a diehard Indiana Fort Wayne fan. And now here he is being a, a part of meaningful Grizzlies basketball going forward. That's an obscure one. I really dug deep in the back for, for that. Surprise, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if you have like a side bet with Chris on how many times Some you're going to say John Conchar on this hit. <laughs> Do you have Was there a side bet before you so came on? The whole name, John Conchar. No, but I think. I think it is hard for us. Well, okay, it's so weird to say John. It like, is. Let's, like, yeah. Your name is John. So it, 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 you, you, you. you don't have to say it like that. It's you know so what I regular. mean? There's no other Conchar no, in the league, though. Why can't we just say Conchar? That's true. We should be. Able well, to we're not. Go we're not going to gatekeep. You're trying to gatekeep how you say somebody's name. Whole name every time. <laughs> well, most I people say my full name. Most people say my full name, John Martin. Most John people, Martin. I'm a big, I'm a a big full namer, though. Okay. Like, I would call both. I'd be like, oh, yes, Jason Smith. Oh, yes, John Martin. Right. I think they're, I think people just, you know, they have a hard time with one syllable. They want more, you know? Like, it's just kind of yeah. like, they, I, John is just so, it, it really is a curse. I hate my name. It's okay. I it's, really hate my name. You know. It is the, I mean, it is I, the whitest name, name ever. It was the most popular name of 1992. Like. Was, yeah, exactly. You know, that's why I like pa- Patty Pump is kind of – I identify as Patty Pump now. I have left John in the past. You know, that's – But I do – When going back to all jokes aside, like when you ask about someone who can surprise, I think that's one of the biggest trends for this Grizzly season is they're not a surprise. Like they're good. You know John Morant is going to be – John Morant out there, and you know that Desmond Bain and coming out of the preseason, like, no, he's not going to shoot 24% from three, but you're excited to see his continuing growth as a true three-level scorer and what that means for the Grizzlies' backcourt, and can he be yet another ball handler leading that second unit? And you still locked up Tyus Jones, one of the best backup point guards, if not the best backup point guard in the league on top of that, and then ultimately like waiting for Jaron Jackson Jr. to come back is, is the biggest hole to fill, and this team, in my opinion, won't reach its full potential until it's John, Jaron, and Desmond out there together. Um, but surprise, like the Grizzlies are who they are. We know who they are, and mm-hmm. now it's just a matter of them living up to those expectations. We are, of course, talking to Jessica Benson, uh, host of Rise and Grind, uh, Grizz Radio Network, right here on 92 FM ESPN. Now, you're not allowed to bet, right, on I'm NBA? Not. No. You can bet on other things, though, right? Yes, just okay. not the NBA. Okay, well, let's just pretend for a second that uh, – well, we don't even have to pretend. If you, could, <laughs> if you could tail one team other than the Grizzlies, like is there a team out there you would absolutely tail this season, and is there a team that you would absolutely fade this season? Ooh, 
I have a confession to make. I'm not a big gambler. <laughs> philosophically, what is, what is philosophically. Tail? So your language, John. Oh, you're oh have my to, vernacular. That's what, that's what my vernacular. Okay, tail, tail means like back. You back. Oh. Like you believe okay. in, and fade means you don't. Ugh, I, I live in a tough, a tough household, and this is very like spicy takes being in Memphis, and I don't want people to hate me, but I do think the Warriors are going to be really good. And watching my husband giddily and gleefully watch the Warriors in the preseason was kind of gross how excited he was about it. But I do think in terms of being a defending champion and having the ultimate pieces both with the old guard and the new guard coming together as one, uh, it's an exciting team to watch. I also do believe in the Nets. Uh, I, I would like to see it to fully believe in it, um, but just the thought of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving out there functioning as one and the depth that they have, be it with Ben Simmons not having to be anything scoring-wise other than what he can contribute and then getting the defensive abilities from him, having someone like a Joe Harris. So those are kind of my two. If I had to pick the finals outside of the Grizzlies, who will obviously be in the NBA finals, those would be my picks there. And then in terms of fate, I think the Suns are going to be bad. I just that's just my gut feeling. I think they still have the fifth best odds to win a championship next year, but in terms of all the drama with the Robert Sarver situation and ultimately being appropriately convinced to sell the team, the issues with DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams, are they going to talk to each other during the season? I don't really know at this point. Chris Paul continues to get older, and it's wild to say all of that because they still have Devin Booker and Bridges, who are two of the more exciting young players in the league. So. That's my team to fade, and then tail. I knew fade, but I've never heard tail. Was 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 Chris horrified by the punch? What did he think? <laughs> Ab, his mother called him to talk about the punch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, can it ever no, be the I same, mean, Jess? Or is it is it just basketball and business, and we can be teammates again and be fine and win another title? I think it's hard to call a punch in a face business. It's just, and that's just me. Like I know they're all going to say the right things, but frankly, with how the contract situation played out over the weekend mm-hmm. and paying up for Jordan Poole and, and having Andrew Wiggins make his extension decision as well. It does feel like this is inching closer to a world where Draymond Green eventually does not play for the Golden State Warriors after this season. I just think it's a hard it's a hard thing to ask someone. I know sports are different. I know athletes are different. Uh, but if someone punched me in the face, I would never want to work with that person <laughs> ever again. Uh, and yep. I think it came from when you heard Steve Kerr say this was the biggest crisis that mm-hmm. he's ever faced as a coach. Like, that shows how deep it is. You have to have the PR moves, and they're going to come together as a team, and it's going to be ring night tonight, and they'll all be smiling out there, and then they get to go chomp on the Los Angeles Lakers to celebrate their championship further. But that's going to hang over the team for the entire year. You can't tell me otherwise. Uh, maybe you can't tell us. Are you are you just are you rolling with uh, with CJ? Are you rolling solo, or are you gonna have a new co-host? It's different, isn't it? When you're solo, like damn, it's I w- hard. I, I, I went through it's that last lot. week. Jason was on vacation. I'm like, whew, my man Brad helped me out. But you know, it's just it's a different animal when you're by yourself. More words. It's a lot of talking, and you just want to go home and not say anything afterwards. But no, I am having the time of my life. CJ and I are having so much fun right now. We're actually, Megan Triplett is going to be back in town next week for the Grizzlies Nets mm-hmm. game, so we're going to have a full reunion, which will be a fun time on Rise and Grind. Uh, but yeah, for now, it's CJ and I. I. I need to get him on the billboard, get him on the graphic. There That's you go. The next step. There you have it. Um, I will say this: Does it does it at least give you? You were there, so you know my condolences. It's always you know I I experienced this in Nashville. The travel was not as uh, as as distant, but I know what it's like to go into a opposing venue and and leave with an L, especially in a game where you what were you or twenty one zero something like that. I mean, you were whipping their ass. I will, mm-hmm. Does it give you any um, you know consolation that your your quarterback may be the next Patrick Mahomes? Though I, I love watching that dude play football. Yeah, and I would have loved watching him and Jordan Addison try to lead a touchdown drive, but alas, Jordan Addison got injured on that trick play. So happily that USC has a bye week right now. I will say, other than the five minutes at the end of the game and how it ultimately played out, and it was depressing, and I was still depressed about it on Sunday, and I'm still depressed about it today, frankly, Utah was a fun place to watch a football game. Like It was the largest crowd at Rice Eccles Stadium in history. I'm not going to lie, I went into it not really knowing what to expect from a tailgate standpoint, from a fandom standpoint. They were rowdy. It was packed. The stadium was shaking. It was great. Like I would 10 out of 10 recommend anyone have the opportunity to go. You have the mountain setting in the backdrop, which is beautiful. It was a perfect fall day, too, so you can't complain there. And then that Utah team is really good. It, it goes back to 
week one and they lose and it's like, okay, how good are they really? Cam Rising is good. He might be other than my wonderful quarterback at USC. I would venture to say Cam Rising might be the best quarterback in the Pac-12 right now. Like Caleb Williams yeah. can certainly grow into that, but just the, the stature that he has, running in for that two-point conversion, he had like such a little eating grin on his face the entirety of that second half. Oh. He just... He was calm, cool, composed. It's what you want. He's very um, impressive. He he yeah. he looks like an NFL quarterback. I don't I don't think he gets a lot of love. It doesn't seem like from from the NFL standpoint, but like I I think he's got the I think he's got the composure, like you mentioned, and the steez to to be an NFL guy. I really do. Yeah, I just think from from the USC standpoint, it hurt even more this time around. We're we're used to being disappointed over the last couple of seasons, there you go. but. Our success didn't feel fraudulent and still doesn't feel fraudulent this season. Like, this USC team is really good. Lincoln Riley has it in a great spot. And you do have some two big injuries coming from that game, both with Addison and then Eric Gentry on defense. Um, but USC is still really good. The problem is in the Pac-12, you can't have one week off. You have one loss to your name, and it's pretty much impossible, almost impossible to make it into the college football playoffs. So that's a huge bummer. Jess, i got to get your take on, on Tigers football. How concerned are, are you and, and its its ability to stave off mediocrity? Because that's, that's, that's what you don't want to be is in that zone. Uh, how concerned are you? Even more so than staving off mediocrity, this time of year it's staving off irrelevance. You know, we joke like, oh, Tigers football, let's go of another 17-point lead. That's okay. Grizzlies basketball starts Wednesday. Tigers basketball has an exhibition game next Sunday. You can turn your attention elsewhere. And so you need someone to, to care about Memphis football still. Like There still have to be bodies in the seats, ultimately, at Simmons Bank Memorial Stadium. And so it's just hard coming off of It's not just this loss. It's the loss linked to the devastating way that you lost to Houston. And then it's not even just this two-game skid. It goes back to the leads that you blew last season against UTSA. And uh, who was the other one? In a row. Was it Temple? Yeah, I think it was year? Temple, yeah. Up 17 no, Yeah, so yep. it's just, it becomes a pattern, and then it's like, oh, no one wants to be the no-lead-is-safe team, and that's what Memphis is right now. So you got to shed that reputation. Go in, I guess, cool, you have an opportunity to knock off a top-25 team in Tulane. I think the only problem is, is if Memphis beats Tulane, then the narrative isn't, ooh, Memphis beat a top-25 team. It's, oh, did Tulane really deserve to be ranked? Yeah, I'll be some of them. Uh, Jessica, always appreciate Thank your you time so much, every JB. Tuesday. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Yep, she is Jessica Benson. Joined us every single Tuesday here on the show. Um, always enjoy the Pac-12 analyst analysis. There, it's always good to. So get, she can break down anything. Break down anything. Football, NBA, whatever it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Taylor Fade. Um, I, 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 in terms of like a from a season long perspective, I, I think it's possible. That the Kings are better than people think. Oh, uh, Harrington's on thinks they're going to win forty games. Oh, really? Hard to mention this morning. So there, there are some smart NBA people that yeah. think their Kings are going to do well this year. And then you're fading it's San Mike Antonio. Brown, right? Isn't it Mike yeah. Brown that's down there? Yeah, yeah, it is. You're fading San Antonio. Um, Greg Popovich even said he actually said you should fade us. <laughs> he did. He not did, say bro. That. He did. He said. He said I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll say it anyway. Nobody here should go to Vegas with a thought of betting on us to win the championship. And I know somebody's going to say, gosh, what a Debbie Downer. There's a chance. What if they work really hard? It's not going to happen. He's letting you know what they're... That's what Greg Popovich said. Wimbanyama. Well, is he going to even be there to coach Wimbanyama? Like, at what point does Pop say, I'm done? It might be like Pete Carroll, bro. He's going to go to the next phase. Man, the next crazy. edition of the Seattle Seahawks. The next edition. Now, their total is so low. Their win total is 22 and a half, dude. 22 and a half. You telling me the thought of getting Wimbanyama wouldn't recharge you if you were Greg Popovich? I don't think Greg Popovich gets. That man is a king. He can just walk. What are we talking about? I here? just don't think he gets like caught up in the hype of like prospects. I think he's probably like, you know. I I've, don't know, dude. I've seen it. He's a different kind of prospect, bro. He is. He's up there with LeBron in terms of most physically impressive. Agreed. That's you what know? I talked about that day. You were gone. Yeah. This is that. This don't feel like Chet Holmgren. No, I, it's not. It's this not. is game changer type stuff. It's not. You know? I agree with that. But. I don't know. Like I could see Pop also being cynical. Like, eh, I've seen. Then why not doing now? Retire? What's no, he doing a favor to somebody no, hanging right. around? No, it's true. That's man. the point. That's a, he's looking at something. Yeah, because this he, team is going to suck. It's going to be awful. Yeah. I mean, they just they gave up their best player, Dejounte. They've made the point. They're they're all in on a rebuild. Yeah. If no. he, if he was if he if he wasn't in on it, seemed like he'd be gone already. Now remember, um, this season in terms of like while we're on the subject of tanking and stuff, uh, teams cannot rest healthy players 
for nationally televised games. But they have no players. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the great thing about the Spurs. They tra- they, no DeJounte. They got nothing. They did, they did that so they wouldn't have to worry about that rule applying. They made sure like they would they would not uh, you know have to because nobody will care if they arrest Jacob Yaka Pearl or whatever you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like their life will go on. Uh, teams cannot rest multiple healthy players for the same game, and teams cannot. Oh, I like that. Teams cannot rest healthy players on the road, absent okay. uh, unusual. So like a lot of times, right? Teams would come to Memphis all the time, and they would take off. Like LeBron would take off, whatever. Sure. NBA is saying you can't do that, and I think that's good for the, especially for the small markets where these older veterans don't have care. Now I think it's different now because the Grizzlies are good and they talk it, so much. It, it, it mattered so much more before you had John Morant. Yes, so John doesn't matter as much now. Wouldn't you just then have LeBron play a minute? You could. I mean, you if you really wanted to rest him, you could. Now I think they would still say what happened there, and then they might say, well, he tweaked his ankle. <laughs> you know, it's you could get around it. You'd have to make an appearance though. He would have to make a, 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 an appearance, like uh, who was it, Draymond, that played the game because he wanted to. Uh, oh, I think that was a record, last year. and then yeah. they p- pulled him immediately after mm-hmm. that. So could do that. There are ways around it, no doubt about it. We'll come back. Lots more to come around the show, like we talked about. It is NBA tip off. Tip off uh, is tonight, Philadelphia. There's also a big event at Kyrieville this weekend. We're talking about. Oh yes, because of the, the aforementioned LeBron James, Bronny. Oh, Bronny's be in Memphis. Ashton. A preview of him in a Memphis Tiger uniform. You can see it. Man, get up out here. Right here in you, Memphis. You're crazy. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That'd so. be great to see. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 